All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And if you are watching live here with us or on YouTube or on the replay, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring to you resources, support, teachings, wisdom from these wonderful speakers who come on the show and um, to assist you in your journey, to assist you in thriving in your lives, raising your vibration, your frequency, etc. And uh, so please do subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you don't miss any of the live or shows on demand. And today we were just talking with Lori. Lori Spagna is here with us. She's back with us. And we're going to be talking about your most prized possession, your dormant DNA. And um, some of what we're going to discuss today, we always have a lot planned, but some of of what we're going to discuss today is, is your dormant DNA sacred key codes, and star code markings, what your dormant DNA is good for and why it's your most prized possession on Earth. We're going to talk about the corrupted DNA and ancient star races, how it is messing with your life and how to clear it. We're going to talk about uh, and unlocking your superhuman abilities, um, reclaiming your divine power and sovereignty, especially as it relates to your divine gifts, talents, and abilities. Plus, get uh, an Ascension update for current world world affairs as they relate to the Ascension experience. We're going to talk about the Ascension cycle as it relates to humanity's current timeline and trajectory and how you can live in alignment with the divine source so you can be your most prosperous, abundant, thriving self. We're going to be taking live caller questions. Lori always does a wonderful process as well, which is always high vibe. So we are looking forward to that. So you can raise your hand. We can type your question in the chat. And for those of you who don't know Lori, just a little bit, we were just talking that I think we've known each other since 2013, so <laughs> 10 years. And um, and she's been on our show many, many times. We love having her on our show. Mm-hmm. She is a best-selling author, a spiritual catalyst, intuitive and energy healer, ascension guide, multidimensional channel, animal communicator, visionary, light worker, and starseed who radically transformed her life after a series of near-death experiences and an abduction induction first contact experience while living in Maui. Lori has helped to transform the lives of thousands of humans and animals around the world via her channeled ascension guidance, intuition, animal communication, energy healing, and sacred activations. She leads seminars, workshops, and retreats where she provides ascension training, sacred energy healing transmissions, and dormant DNA, sacred key code, and star code marking activations for humans and animals, and assists others to awaken to their alignment with the true divine source, which exists within everyone, so that all beings can live their best life ever. So I'm so glad that Lori is back with us. I'm excited to uh, have this discussion today. It's all about the DNA. It's all about the dormant DNA, most specifically. And there is so much going on. So, Lori, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm happy to be here with you. It's good to see you again. You too. And we're, you know, it's a, it's, I'm not going to say it's a trying time, but it's, there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. So I don't know if you wanted to start with an update of what's going on right now, or if you just want to dive in to talking about the DNA and the dormant DNA, especially. Um, for those who who don't know Lori, Lori, can you do you want to just talk a little bit about your journey? We you know we mentioned it a little bit in the bio, but do you want to just talk a little bit about your journey because your 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 journey is unique, and um, it can be helpful for for people to hear. 
Yeah, well, I'd be happy to. Uh, you know, it's so funny when you say your journey's unique because like most of the people I hang around with have similar stories. <laughs> but I appreciate you saying that. You know what it was? I, out of college, worked for in corporate America for 20 years and I was dying a slow death as a good slave. That's mm -hmm. how I would, would say it. And I was like drinking alcohol to kind of get through the nights and, you know, over consuming coffee and nicotine during the day, like excessive amounts. And I was going to doctors who were pumping me up on just huge doses of like ridiculous amounts of pharmaceutical drugs. I mean, it's like fills up a cocktail glass in multicolors, you know, a drug cocktail and my hair was falling out and my thyroid was off and I was spent doing spendaholic. So I had like six figures in credit card debt of just, you know, solutions, right? Bad credit card debt, like clothes or whatever, whatever we do to try to fix ourselves. And, um, you know, it all came to kind of like a screeching halt when my brother died of an unexpected drug overdose. And I started getting messages from him um, in the non-physical. I didn't really know that I had that ability. I just always thought of myself as super perceptive. I didn't realize I was a psychic kid. Hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't realize that I had those gifts. And so when he started coming to, to me, you know, it took like two years to unpack that, or at least a year or more to work with like what I was getting and to understand, like, I wasn't making that up. It wasn't just in my head. I was really getting messages. And then from there, it just started coming on very quickly. But the big message from my brother was like, you have to change your ways because you're basically doing the same stuff I'm doing. I was doing that killed me. And um, even though I wasn't using like drugs in the traditional, I was using pharmaceutical drugs. And even though I wasn't excessively drinking or excessively smoking in the way that he was, I was still doing those things. So I quit my corporate job, which I mean, that was like horrible, right? 20 years of crying every night. Like I would go to my father, you know, well-meaning. And I would be like, how do I get out of here? What do I do? And he would be like, stick it out, stick it out. And that was the mentality, right? So I was dying. So I quit the job. I became a dog trainer, which was, that was my dream was to help animals on a global scale. I had that mantra in my head for years and years. And I started hearing the dogs right away. And the dogs would say, you listen to us or you listen to me and I'll teach you. So the dogs started becoming my teachers and they would teach me things about how life works and you know how what they're here to do and how animals are helping humans. I'll fast forward a bit here. After that, I ended up, my husband at that time divorced me because I was going off all the drugs. I was saying that I was gonna get, you know, I was telling him things that I realized were possible he just didn't believe were possible. It was rattling his world. And, you know, he wanted to stay in that nice, neat little comfort zone box of mediocrity, what I call the box of mediocrity, the comfort zone of mediocre life. And um, I moved to Maui and I lived there for two years. And during those two years, I went through a radical transformation, right? And I started getting into the healing arts and I started getting into more and more into the communication, developing the psychic gifts and working with energy. And I was utilizing energy to, to really transform myself. So within those two years, all the things I just mentioned, it was less than two years, so much less, but all the weight, excess body weight, I healed my own thyroid. My hair stopped falling out. I got balanced mostly, you know, in my energy body. I gave up all the excessive alcohol. I quit cigarettes forever, quit alcohol forever, just because I just didn't want it. Not that I ever, I had no desire for it anymore. 
the six figures in credit card debt went away. It was miraculous. Like my guidance was telling me practice forgiveness of the banks and the corrupted financiers. And I was practicing forgiveness and I started getting letters saying, we forgive your debt. It was like unheard of, right? And so all that stuff was gone. All the pharmaceutical drugs were gone forever. I haven't needed or taken any in over 20 years. Nothing over the counter like that. My dogs have lived without that. We switched to organic, all natural, you know, just everything changed in the span of two years. And at the same time, I was developing what would become, you know, an entrepreneurial business as a healer, as an intuitive, as a light worker. The only other piece I'll put in there since you mentioned in the bio was that during that time I had, because I was working with energy, I had what you call, oh my God, this is going to bother me the whole time. And I had the wrong bra on for this shirt. Um, I had what you call a near-death experience and a first contact experience immediately followed. So the near-death was not in a hospital, which is why I don't like go down that road very often because it's not your traditional near-death. It's, it's what my teacher called the little death because it was a death in consciousness. It was that through the working with energy and the practices that we were applying I was able to, with his help, activate enough of the DMT in my brain, which if you're not familiar with that, that's what happens to someone when they die. When they physically die, the brain releases DMT, which is, I think it's pronounced dimethyl trip. I, I don't even know. DMT is what I know. You could look it up. And it's what, it's what helps a soul transition effectively, release from the body. And my reality just stilled so much that all of reality just dematerialized. And I had a, a non-physical, right? A total non-physical experience. We can talk about that more if, we, if we're led there. But immediately following that, what ends up happening is that a lot of star beings become aware because your light becomes so bright. And because I didn't really leave the, I didn't ultimately leave the body. Um, ultimately, I came back and brought this light into this body, these star beings in the non-physical, they start recognizing, well, not non-physical, some of them are physical, but they're plasma light. So I would be meditating myself through the night at my teacher at that time's suggestion. And I had what you call a first contact on ship. And that's where all the DNA stuff came from. That's where all of everything I've learned about DNA came through that experience. So that's why it was relevant for today's conversation that first contact on ship experience was where my DNA was upgraded and updated and where I got enough downloads, clearing activation through that experience with what we call the star family races to understand over time that, that I would be helping others to activate their dormant potential in their DNA as well. And to share what we're, we're talking about today. So anyway, I hope that <laughs> this long story. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people may not know that. And just, you know, sometimes just reading the bio is not enough. Just hearing it through your own words, I think it is helpful and relevant. And that's why, you know, you are an authority and expert on these DNA activations, these dormant DNA activations, right? So you've been doing this for a yeah, long time. You have no, that I direct experience. It. I never learned any of this stuff in a book. I didn't study it from another teacher. This wasn't part of my healing, you know, it's just, it was stuff I just organically. Yeah. Started using. Yeah. Awesome. So now let's talk about, you know, the, 
uh, our dormant DNA, the sacred key codes and star code markings. I know we've talked about this on another show before, but I always find that there's always something I hear again differently and I get new information. (laughs) Right. Well, well, let's first get, let's get the big picture of it. So we're multidimensional beings right now. Science does not really understand that unless you're talking about quantum physics, in which case they totally are understanding it, but it's not stuff that's shared in our mainstream. Right. But we're multidimensional beings and every dimension of consciousness that we exist in. And to my knowledge, the human identity that is that comprises our human our human self has 24 dimensions of consciousness when we talk about a dimension we're talking about bandwidths of energetic wave-like non-physical particles frequencies right this is i'm i pause and ask for the words so that i say it accurately and these 24 dimensions of consciousness in a sense, make up who we are as individuated beings. And those 24 dimensions of consciousness, all of the information that's relevant for any unique individual is also simultaneously stored within the DNA. And so science right now acknowledges modern medicine, and I know this talked about DNA before, and we have, knows you have two strands of DNA that modern medicine recognizes. And then quantum science right now recognizes at least 10 more strands of what they call dormant DNA that they used to call junk. And the reason they called it junk was because the scientific mind could not uh, identify what it was. They just thought it was junk. And because there was not enough consciousness that had awakened and activated that those dormant strands that were identified as junk, right? Now through DNA activations that we do, we activate, we have activated enough of that so that they, that science recognizes it and validates it as dormant. They haven't yet really, to my knowledge anyway, discovered the other 12 strands because they're just not modern science. And I'm talking about Western science has not come into that level of consciousness that they can see or identify or understand it beyond the first 12 strands. The way things come into science that science validates is that through consciousness, we bring it into physicality. Those of us who are at the kind of the head of the line on this stuff, we bring it into physicality, we we activate it, by I, I've always said my favorite thing is to bridge the gap with the non-physical and to bring into the not into the physical that which has been formerly unseen and unknown. So we bring it in, we activate it here, we anchor it in, and then it becomes part of our reality. And that's when science can start to discover it. So does that all make sense so far? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. And so when we talk about this, by the way, your most prized possession of DNA. Now, of course, science is fascinating about DNA. There's all kinds of collection efforts. Think global collection efforts, you know, to, to get the DNA through, you know, something up the nose or um, some kind of promotion of some kind of, um, um, you know, learn your ancestry where you have to, you know, give your DNA so that you can learn your ancestry. Those are collection efforts, right? Because it's known that this, that the DNA is the most prized possession but most Western science cannot 
reveal it. This will not be revealed through a microscope, you see. They cannot discover it that way because it can only be discovered at this purer frequencies through of the multidimensional layers of consciousness that are beyond what is currently known in the physical world by someone who's searching for it through like a left brain analytical kind of way to, to find it. Does that make sense? It has to be found and discovered through consciousness. Does that make sense? I know it does to you, right? Yeah, it does. Why, why is it the pr most prized possession is because within the DNA is the not only the solutions, first of all, the earliest, um, the earliest parts of awakening the DNA at the earliest levels is where your highly intuitive gifts start to come online. So your abilities to connect with angels and angelic beings, your ability to really have uh, better discernment, mm -hmm. which is, of course, very important on Earth right now, incredibly important, your ability to see greater potentials for yourself beyond what I call the mainstream mediocrity, you know, like just, you know, sit at home and, you know, watch a football game and drink beer, not that there's anything wrong with things but most people a lot of people are engaging those activities are not going beyond those activities those kinds of activities um so so the, the initial awakening is you see beyond you know future potentials for yourself your intuitive development your ability to connect with the so-called unseens like angels ascended masters divine guidance intuition if i didn't say that i think i said that um your discernment starts to develop those are just the earliest parts of it then of course you start to refine that and you get more and more psychically gifted obviously you become more and more clear clairvoyant clairsentient clairaudient claircognizant all of your clairs because you're you naturally start to activate and clear as a byproduct all of your major chakra centers in your core pillar including your key brain functions which are highly shut down in most people you know, your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, those start activating. That's part of the process. And of course, then, you know, animal communication, telepathy becomes pretty easily available. Yeah, psychic development, uh, ex other extrasensory abilities. But these are still even just the earliest signs. You know, you suddenly you, you can write that book in a night that took you five years to write. Um, suddenly, you know, you, you, you suddenly become aware of what your true divine mission and purpose is. And for me, I am now a multidimensional channel. That was something that developed over time, um, which means I can channel and direct connection as a part of a collective, not only angels, plants, the minerals, other planets, weather. What is this hurricane here for? What is this planet trying to do to help us or how is it serving um, you know, channeling the consciousness of beings from, I mean, beings that we don't even, never even knew existed, um, star family races and other benevolence, you know, ascended masters, etc. cetera, um, all kinds of gifts, your gifts are in your DNA. That's why I just, it, I just can I just add one quick little thing to all that? One yeah. key point that you mentioned right now was over time because people expect all their gifts to come online right away and 
you know, right. be totally clairvoyant and all that stuff. And, right. and then it doesn't happen. Right. So it does, it does happen gradually over time. It doesn't all happen at once normally. Right. It happens yeah, gradually over time. And it happens like as like at the beginning stages, like you said, you, you start to become more clear. You start to your, your intuition starts to become better and better and so on. So it starts, but then it can, it develops as you use it. Right. right. So it doesn't, it's, it's so <laughs> important that you say that because our society has been, and I definitely do want to talk about some of like the false programs in the DNA, some of the corrupted stuff. Um, but our society has been so, I mean, brainwashed, conditioned mm-hmm. to this consciousness of fast and easy, take a pill and call me in the morning and, you know, take an ass, pop a pill and everything will be okay. And everyone wants this fast, easy reward. And all I can say is when it comes to spiritual stuff, it keeps getting better, it gets better and better and better, but it is never an overnight. It's just not like that. What I will say in the very earliest days for me was, I remember when I was in Maui and that started happening for me was, I could taste food in a way that I had never tasted food before. That was one of the first things I started realizing like, oh my God, this food is a lot. Of course I was at the same time, naturally, easily, eliminating artificial foods, anything mm-hmm. that had like artificial processing. I just wasn't interested. I, could, I It repulsed me. I was eliminating chemicals. Like I have lived in a chemical free home for the last 20 plus years since then. But you see, you start purging those things organically easily. You know, I got rid of all, all kinds of makeup that was not all natural. And I got rid of all kinds of just everything artificial. So that was one of the first things. And it was just so like natural, like, oh, I don't want this like Febreze. That concept is repulsive to me still without as much of a trigger as it was then. So those ideas, you know, then you start going through like mental and emotional purges where there are phases where you're like, oh my God, the way I've been thinking and perceiving things, you start seeing the insanity of your own, the way you were thinking or the way you perceived things, that's part of it. So there's a lot of purging that goes on and it has to happen very gracefully. And then there's a purging of emotional stuff, stuff where you literally have to say, I just, I don't wanna be upset about this. This just isn't worth being upset about. about dramas and traumas and, and it gets easier to get to the wounding patterns where you start realizing like, oh, that's a pattern of feeling unloved or rejected or left out or isolated or alone or competitive. Like you start seeing that and you, 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 you're going through a cleansing. So it cannot happen overnight. It cannot. And I really understand that when I was in Maui, it was such an accelerated journey for me. It was so accelerated. There were times when I was there where I felt like I was going insane And even my family, there were times where they were like, we want you to talk to a doctor. Like they couldn't, they couldn't understand. And at the same time, I knew I had to break free from their way of thinking and being like it would have killed me. So there was a reason I was away in an isolated, the most isolated place in the entire population is those islands, because I had to break free in an accelerated way. And even that was a very slow process. So it is, it's slow and it's what you can handle little by little. 
it takes time to integrate. And yet the, it's like the path of discipleship, right? You don't just wake up and become psychic overnight. And yet it does develop. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I remember this one time in Maui. I was with two friends in a bar. I didn't even drink anymore, but that's where we were hanging out. And my gifts were coming online, my psychic gifts. And I was doing this reading for one of the women in the bar. And, you know, at that time, it was just fun. I was like, let me just give you what I'm getting. Don't tell me anything. So I did this whole reading for this woman who I really didn't know her. I mean, I was calling them friends, but to this day, I don't even know them anymore. And the woman was like, nope, it's not making any sense to me. No, nope, it's not making any sense to me. And I was like, I don't know. That's just what I'm getting. I go home, we go home. And then the, the other friend calls me and she's like, everything you got was exactly me. Hmm. And the reason she didn't want to admit it was because some of it involved like an affair with a guy who was in a relationship with someone else and she couldn't say it then. It so interesting, <laughs> right? But yeah. if I had walked away that night and been like, I guess I suck, or I guess mm -hmm. I'm, do you know what I mean? Like, or I guess it's not real. But I walked away thinking like, I don't know, but I just know what I got. I know what I was getting. Exactly. So validated, right? So, and that's just one example, right? But it just developed over a long period of time. So you're right. And I think that setting the, um, setting reasonable expectations is important. But at the same time, I will say, you do notice things, you know, yeah. steadily and ongoing. And the thing about all kinds of spiritual work, whether it's healing or readings or whatever it is, it gets better until it gets better. And it is, it's like ebbs and flows and waves, but it gets better and then it gets better overall. Yeah. That's kind of the way it is. So I agree totally. Um, and sometimes you won't even know what new gifts are coming online because it just, you know, as you're doing the work, stuff keeps opening up, opening up, yeah. opening up, but you got to continue doing the work. And the work, of course, Lori, is about your own work, inner work, clearing work, healing work, but also you using your gifts in some way, in some way doing that work as well. Yeah. Um, and the work is also service. It is yes. service, really, truly. I will say that I think was the biggest thing for me. I really wanted to help animals on a global scale. And as I helped animals, I was learning more and more like the animals would tell me, no, it's not us. It's the humans. We're here helping the humans. And they would be yeah. like, if you want to help us, you're going to have to help the humans. So yeah, you know, absolutely the service, right? Really, The humans need more help for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about the, the corrupted DNA and the ancient star races. And what do you mean by how they're messing with our life and how we can clear that? Yeah. Okay. The first thing to understand is, as we go into this part of the conversation, is that if we don't know that something exists, we can't do anything about it. We just live with it. And that's how I see the corrupted DNA. So if we don't know that it's there or how it operates, then it's, it's, like, it's like a virus running on a computer, right? It's something that's corrupted, but it's operating whether we realize it or not. So until we become conscious of it, there's nothing we can really do. So corrupted DNA at the most basic level, it's always the first two strands, which our first two strands identify our genetics, right? Our eye color, hair color, you know, skin color, et cetera, gender, 
our genetics and then our ancestral um, our ancestral storyline, right, is the other part of that, those first two strands is that, you know, if you believe that you have something that runs in your family, like, oh, we have diabetes running in our family, or we have um, obesity or whatever, right? Um, so also included in there is the patterns of our lives. So for example, you know, it, it spans everything. If you, if your family was, um, has a history of poverty, you go back, there's a history of poverty and you're still having money issues, right? That's coded ancestral storyline coded into the first two strands of DNA. If you have a history going back, for example, you might not even be aware of it, of health challenges in any one area that's coded into the DNA. It could be that the mother believed that life was all about just finding a man and letting the man take care of the family. And then you may have resisted that because you didn't want to be like your mother or you didn't want to fall into that pattern. And now you can't figure out why you can't find a man. That's coded, that's story. It's all story, history that gets, that what happens is through lineages gets written into the script of the DNA. Because the DNA is just story of information. What is that information? Energetic consciousness, bandwidths of energetics. So that stuff you're actually mostly conscious of. You know if you're running, and I call these looping patterns in the sense that everyone on earth is living, whether they know it or not, it's Groundhog Day for us here on earth. And we create patterns and we live them over and over again. And they repeat over and over and over again until we clear the script and rewrite it. So, so those, those are storylines that are corrupt in the DNA. But here's where we go even deeper, is that through generations upon generations, we have had storyline written into the script that wasn't even organic for us. So let me give you an example. One of them that is still being constantly reinforced is divide and conquer. Divide and conquer, it's, it's scripted into the DNA of every, what we call 3D human, especially if it's a person who watches news programs regularly, you know when you're engaging with someone like that because there's always attachment divide and conquer is right and wrong and argument and debate argue and debate. If you ever interact with someone, you could say yes, and they'll say no. You could say up and they'll say down. You could say right and they'll say wrong. You can say left and they'll say right. They're contrarian. These are, these are dormant DNA, um, corrupted scripts that get reinforced even today. Argument and debate, right and wrong, disagreement, contrarian being contrary um and um it's what it is what is at the fundamental root of of uh, issues of aggression it's not the only fundamental root of it because there's other factors going there but if i'm right and you're wrong the issues of aggression argument and debate can escalate into what i mean really full-blown escalation war right some form of war war within the family dynamic war in relationships, fighting, you know, problematic problems in relationship. And yet people don't even know that that's a script running, a corrupted 
script in their DNA, which is being reinforced very often by the very things they're watching on television, for example. So it's just one example of corrupted DNA. Let me give you another one. Is this making sense? Okay. Another one is crucifixion implants. So crucifixion implants were put into the DNA through our lineage. And it, I mean, obviously you get the concept of crucifixion, but what they carry with it is you're wrong, you're bad, you're unworthy. Someone has suffered for you, you need to suffer. You should suffer for your sins. You're not worthy, you're not deserving, all of that stuff. And that stuff reflects out on, I can't, I don't know why I can't make any money. I don't know why I can't succeed. I don't know why I can't seem to improve my life. Why, why is self-sabotage is in there? You know, I got to carry the weight for others. I got to be a burden. I'm a burden on myself. I'm a burden on others. All of this stuff is linked in. It's corrupted because it's not organic. It's not true. And yet it's affecting us and the way we live. And it's affecting how we live. So crucifixion implants also include martyrdom. I'm a martyr. I'm, you know, going to purge, uh, like I'm going to penalty myself for another, take care of someone to my own harm or detriment. That's part of those. So you see, and people don't know they're in there. And then we don't even catch ourselves when we get into a pattern where this is happening. We don't even necessarily see it because it's like a corrupted program. And again, the reason I call these corrupted is because they're not organic. They're not true. They're not real. They're not part of the original divine blueprint. Where were they put there from? I mean, we can go in history. We can talk to, we can talk about ancient alien civilizations, reptilian races, draconian races, gray hybrid races, mantid races, many of them who are now for the most part extinct and or removed from this i'm when i pause i'm listening right for the right words to say because they're most of them have been removed these what we call negative aliens with their negative alien agendas which were designed to to utilize humans for for slavery in sense another corrupted program is slave slave driver so slave slave driver is i have to work hard 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 i have to drive myself to the bone i have to work for money money doesn't work for me um i have to work at something i don't love or enjoy to make money um you, you understand this is slave slave driver programming operating it it's it's affects the whole of humanity it's affecting the whole of humanity so Again, I think I made the point on this. I could talk about it much longer, but I. So these can be cleared, obviously. Yes, thank you. They'll just keep operating, but it's very easy to clear them. Now, the idea of clearing and, and resolving them is once they're identified with consciousness and once someone of their own free will, because understand my role as a light worker on earth and someone who works with the non-physical to extract information, energy, and consciousness from the non-physical and bring it into the physical and utilize it in service. My role is to serve the light mm -hmm. and I'm in service to the light. I live my life in service to the light. Now, a lot of people think the light is always good and all good. That's not the same thing. The light is not the same thing as good. 
And the dark is not the same thing as evil. Those are all four separate things. I'm not going to go into all that right now, but the light means expansion. And overall, the light means we will utilize tools for the most part that are, that are decidedly and, and agreeably good. Those are our tools. However, it does not mean someone of the light doesn't necessarily use evil or darkness. So you got to just understand these, again, separate conversation, but my role in being of service to the light is for the expansion of consciousness and the upliftment of humanity. That is my role. That's what I'm here. And I align myself with what I call God's source creator's will, which means I'm continuously working to um, align myself with the will of the divine and its, its plan, God's source creator's plan. I use all those words, but you could, you know, spirit, whatever you like. It's plan for, for, for creation, for light of creation. So from that perspective, my job is to always honor the free will because that's the law. That is law. So I need to tell somebody, hey, these corrupted things in the DNA, you just need to be aware because if you don't agree, I can't remove them for you. You have to know what it is because the light is about full and complete free will, conscious consent. Nothing is done by the light that is of the light that is secret, covert, manipulative. Those are tools of the dark. Secrecy, coercion, manipulation, lies, deceit, corruption, greed, manipulation, trying to take away someone's free will, force taking away freedoms or rights. Those are tools of the dark. Telling people you have to do this, you have no choice. Those are tools of the dark. That is not a tool of the light. Mm -hmm. So that's why I expose this stuff in a way that someone can hear it. Because if you don't know about it, of course you wouldn't know that a negative alien agenda with negative intentions, we say negative in this case to mean of the dark, you didn't, we didn't know generations back that that was how we were being affected. We didn't even know that stuff existed. You could go back to the dark ages and in the dark ages, they didn't even know there were negative aliens imprinting them with that stuff for use or, and even that is a game of, what is the right word I'm asking? Um, victim victimizer, another program in the DNA, corrupted program. So we're coming out of that victimization game and coming into more. What would the light say about victim victimizer? It was an experience. Mm-hmm. You cannot get out of victim victimizer if you don't understand that that program was running in the DNA, that there was a game of this negative, positive, light and dark, good and bad, right and wrong. That game was going on. Now we're talking about this part of the ascension removing that game, being done and complete with it, clearing out the DNA of this corrupted programming, coming into higher and more expanded consciousness, expanding, that is the agenda of the light, into more of our multidimensional being, where we realize, ah, it was all for experience. And now we no longer need that, nor do we require, because there's all kinds of new experience ahead. So we clean out this old programming as we expand into more of our multidimensional self, and then we reveal what's available, the untapped potential, which is those other strands of DNA and which is more of this multidimensional, these multidimensional aspects of who we are. So does that all, that's a lot. Yes, that's a lot, but that was a, that was a lot, but 
all in all to say that, you know, yes, it's possible. Yes, we didn't know. But now that we are more and more aware, becoming more and more aware, it's possible for us to change our future experiences. Yes. And I love that you said the thing, the word change too, because what we understand is that change right now, what's, what's so important is that the change that's being called for is not is not where we go out in the world, in the physical world and try to, it's, there's no wrongness with doing this, but the real change is, of course, it's where we're working energetically within ourselves. It's a shift of consciousness, right? Okay. That's not anything new, so I don't need to say it. So yeah, it's about us. We have to work on us, you know, and then as we work on us, that ripples out to the collective and to the planet, but you have to first, uh, this is my idea and my, 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 um, opinion anyways is we always have to work on us first and foremost yeah the buck stops here (laughs) really people really just don't i speak to people all the time even people are super conscious and they'll ask me well how are we going to change the corruption in the system or how are we going to change the money system well number one one of the ways you're going to heal the money system is by healing and resolving greed right the money system is based right now yeah heal and resolve the slave slave driver programming clear that out Heal and resolve the, you know, the money issues that are based in self-worth and self-value. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money, you know, that, that that's linked in there. Heal and resolve this issue of greed and activate. Now, here's one of the most brilliant, magnificent codes in the DNA, codes of equanimity. Those need to be activated. I do them in all my DNA activation webinars. They're in there. So codes of equanimity, restoring equanimity. Humanity has gotten so far off balance. They don't even know what equanimity is. In fact, I'm sure that there's people who will listen to this call at some point, either now or in the future and be like equanimity, light bulb, like, wow, I don't need, like, you know what that word means immediately, but it's not a word you hear. That's true. Don't hear it on planet earth very much. And nobody knows that there's codes of equanimity in the DNA. Nobody knows it. Yeah. So all these wonderful codes that are, are available to us, the more and more we, be, we become aware, the more we expand our consciousness, we can then start to, and I say start to and begin to reclaim our divine power and sovereignty with regards to gifts, talents, and abilities. Everyone's always asking for that. They're like, I want my gifts, talents, and abilities to come online. I want to know what my gifts, talents, abilities are. How can I access? I mean, we get these questions off often, right? How can I access all my all? And, and they always use the word all my gifts, talents, and abilities. If we were to if if we were to again all of a sudden have access to all our gifts, talents, and abilities, we would not be able to handle it. That's why everything is always a gradual process of what you can handle in a moment, right? Well, let me say something about the gifts, talents, and abilities part, but I've got to pause because I have unexpected people at my door working on the pool and they need to be accessed. Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> we are live. So things happen when you're live. So it's oh, all good. So sorry. So sorry. No, no. Did you need to get to this? Okay. It's open now. So, so sorry. Um, okay. So let's talk about the gifts, talents, and abilities. First of all, people very often mistake. I have people in my, my students who very, who mistake gifts, talents, and abilities for, for, Sorry, Emma. No, no, no. Um, sorry, that was a little stressful. Let me take a breath. <laughs> People come to work on the pool. There's something going on in the backyard with it, and they don't know that I'm doing a show. <laughs> okay. So 
Yeah. So people don't always, and they, they confuse gifts, talents, and abilities with spiritual alignment. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand. I have met many, many psychics and mediums, for example, who are the most dysfunctional, wounded people on the planet. And they have gifts, talents, and abilities. They are psychic or they are mediums. Or they might be animal communicators. They might know how to work with crystals. And yet, some of them I've interacted with, I have found to be incredibly verbally, emotionally abusive. They are suffering from their own abuse. They have traumas. So your gifts, talents, and abilities, that is not the cherry. That's not the solution. You can activate and awaken your gifts, talents, and abilities. I know lots of animal communicators, many of my students, and they don't understand why they can't get beyond, oh, he has a nice red ball. Oh, he likes his red ball, and he likes his bed, and he likes his pet sitter, and he likes his walks. But they don't understand. They can't get deeper with the communicate. Why? Because they have they can't, they're, they're not cleared enough yet mm-hmm. in their own corrupted, corrupted DNA, their own wounded traumas and dramas, et cetera. Their multidimensional field is not clear. So they can't get to that level of alignment. You see, so you can get some gifts. You can, everyone's psychic. You can start turning that stuff on. But the way it really happens organically, really, truly, is by working on clearing, healing, and resolving whatever it is that's in the way. And what's in the way? It's, it's stuff like this. Density, gravity, trauma. I mean, beliefs, belief systems, judgments, opinions, those are just, those are even so easy to clear because that's just the mental plane emotional stuff yes for sure um yes corrupted stuff in the dna for sure what we call sanskaras mm-hmm. scars deeply held traumas and wounding from other lifetimes alternate realities so when somebody says they want to get their gifts i mean go take a class then if you want to just get the gifts you can take a class in psychic development, but that doesn't mean you're going to be really good at it. You can go take a class in animal communication telepathy. I teach them, but that doesn't mean you're going to get really good at it. The way you're going to really develop your gifts is by relentlessly. And I'm sorry to say that because I've been relentless in my journey, clearing, healing, and resolving whatever it is within you that keeps you in separation. Then the gifts like that come online they do come online you can learn them if you just want to learn the gifts that just doesn't mean you're going to be that good at it necessarily or that accurate i mean there's lots of people out there they're not necessarily very accurate i've been around a lot of them my whole life i've been around these kinds of people i go to expos i speak at conferences with them i'm not pooing them everybody has their natural gifts and they develop in natural divine timing but I'm yeah. saying someone really, you have to ask yourself, do you just want to have gifts or do you want to get really good at it? Do you want to be like among the best at it? 
because then you got to do the inner work. It'll take a little bit longer, perhaps, but it will be so refined and really good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but not it is about the inner work. The inner work helps not just with your gifts, but, but with your life and perspective and awareness and consciousness, everything. So it's, it's key. Yeah. I mean, you can, you don't have to wait for your gifts is what I'm saying. Take a class yeah. and start developing your gifts right away. And I mean, sure. I have animal communication on my website, you know, animal energy healing, psychic development, numerology, astrology. Well, I, don't teach, I don't teach astrology so much. I just, that's what, those are one of my gifts. They just came online. But I'm just saying is you can do, you can, you don't have to wait for that. It's available to you. It's just, yeah depends on how good you want to get at it because there's limitations for everything. All the limitations are based on your multidimensional nature of how clear and pure, how purified your field is. And when I put my hands like this, because that whole concept of, you know, you're like a Russian, you know, that concept of the Russian tea doll, right? It's like a being inside of a being inside of a being inside of a being inside of a field, inside of a field, inside of a field of energy. And that field, that 24 dimensional field, mm -hmm. all those levels and layers of your consciousness are what have all of this stuff that we're referring to, right? Yes. When the human, when the physical human transitions, the physical human drops, they drop most of those dimensional layers. This is why if you, if you connect with someone who's in the afterlife, for example, they really have no more emotionality. They have no more trauma. They, their mental plane, they're not like, oh, you did this horrible thing to me. They're like, I forgive you. Forgive yourself. I love you. Because that's all they are. They've dropped all those layers of what's kind of keeping us in this density of this physical world. Yeah. Does that make sense? But it they does. still have enough of their individuation their yeah. individual self for as long as they decide to keep it where they're like, Oh, I recognize I was identifying as the being who knew herself as Lori Spagna. And I was that individuated being. I'm no longer that individuated being. However, I can identify and still connect with the ones who she loved until they no longer need me or until I choose to move on. Right. So but these are parts of the multidimensional aspects of who we are that are keeping us in this sort of space of separation where we think we don't have these gifts or we don't have these talents or abilities or we haven't really purified ourselves. You think you don't have those gifts. It's just because there's levels and layers that need to be purified from your field. Yeah. And okay. then they're, they're all there. Yeah. yeah they're all there. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about you know, because I'm watching the time, how can we live in alignment with divine source so that we can be our most prosperous, abundant and thriving self? Because we are here in this physical reality, right? And, um, but we want to live in alignment as well as living in this world. You know, it's, it's, we got to be able to do both. We're not in the olden days where you either were in the world or you were in, in, a, in a cave, you know, meditating, right? So, yeah we're past that, you know, so now it's about having right. <laughs> present right. with both. I mean, I think that's the most challenging part, right? Because like, yeah. could you imagine Jesus or Buddha or any of our, you know, famous spiritual masters 
walking the earth today, but not looking at all. It's a physical form like Jesus or Buddha. They don't look like them. They look like me or you. Mm -hmm. And you have all of this capacity within you and you know that you have. And yet the average person can't see it or identify in you. They have no, no idea that that exists. And you still now have to function in this world where you're no longer trading sheep and goats and, and, and myrrh and, you know, the essential oils, gold. And right now you've got to make money and Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't live in a manger anymore or in some kind of monastery. You're not away in a cave. You actually have to have a house. So that's kind of what we're waking up as we wake this up, right? We're I mean, I identify that way. And yet I identify as an awakening master. I identify as an ascended being, not fully ascended, but I am working on. And so, but I'm still living in this regular physical world and I interact with people and I have to function in the same way, right? So on the one level, I have extraordinary gifts that make it much easier to live here than for the the rest of the world, I can utilize those gifts. So, and we can use examples of that if we want to, so you can kind of understand that. But on the other level, I'm just like everyone else. How do we do that? How do we live in alignment with that source? And all I can say is, is that it's, it's, it's not one short answer, but one of the first immediate solutions I can give you is start affirming today, start affirming it on a daily basis that is your choice and desire to align yourself with the light and to align yourself with, you can change these words, God, source, creator, the divine's will for you and your role in God, source, creator's plan. And the reason I say that is because we are all living in misalignment. Everyone is. If you're having challenges in your life, that's a misalignment that is teaching it's not a wrongness but it is a misalignment that is teaching you how to live more holy and completely in alignment right so it's there it's some form of a lesson something's good in there for you something valuable through that experience for you to somehow learn heal resolve resolve clear whatever it is But by affirming, I'm choosing this, I'm choosing. Now, an easier, more 3D way of saying it, which doesn't make it any wrong or it's just, what's my highest fulfillment in this life? How do I live in alignment with that? And you ask the question to your own higher self, to the divine. Here's another way of saying it. Similar, a little easier. What is for my most benevolent best? Mm -hmm. Simple. Because what is for your most benevolent best, I can guarantee you, is God's source creator's will for you. Mm-hmm. So a- you ask the question because you don't have the answer. If you did, you'd be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> you ask the question. Don't try to answer it with your own brain. Ask your own higher self. And understand that when you're asking your own higher self something like this, in a sense, you're knowing that your human identity I'm using this like your this your unconscious or your subconscious does not have that answer, but your higher consciousness, your super consciousness, does, and you're asking the question so that it can be brought into your consciousness. 
but you're asking from a place of unconscious. I, I don't know. I don't have that answer. I'm not going to try to, I conjure it up from my brain to ask the question and you allow it to reveal over time in its own divine way. But you, that's why you continually affirm it. I'm choosing to align with my most benevolent best. I'm choosing to align with the light. I'm choosing to align with God's source creator's plan for me and my role here in this yeah. plan of light of creation. I can't say how powerful that is, but you can't just say it once. Yeah. And when things go seemingly wrong or bad, or you recognize, ah, this must be a misalignment, or there's something in this for me to learn, to heal, to resolve. Maybe I need someone who can help me see through this block. That's when we go to healers, right? Someone who can see through our own block. That's one of my greatest strengths. I'm so good at that. Someone can tell me anything. I can see it all right away. I can see. Somebody give me their name, their birth. Like I can see it all. I'm Beautiful. super psychic. I'm like super psychic. But but we have our blocks. It's because I've been so relentless at working through my own. Yeah. Now that's powerful. I love those um, uh, declarations, affirmations, mantras, whatever you want to call them. But I love, I love that. You know, and that is how you begin to be in alignment with source. For your highest good, you know, for for so that you can be your most prosperous, abundant, thriving self. And that's that is why we are here to be in alignment with source, God, creator, universe, spirit, and live in the and and live the life, right? Continue to live this life. That is why we are we have this physical embodiment. I love yeah. that. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. That was so powerful. Yeah, that's um, right there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, I want to, you know, we we have lots of questions in the chat from people. Um, and I, I know I'm hoping you're going to do a process like you always do, because they're always so super powerful. <laughs> but before yeah, that, I think we're going to have a channel is what I think, because I hear that awesome. there's some. Awesome. So do you want to talk about the, the packages package oh, first, and then we'll do the whatever is coming up next? So give me one second. Let me um, let me share my screen. <clears throat> Oh my goodness, my mind is like, what am I doing? Oh, hold on. My mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about what you just said. I choose to align with, you know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like my, yeah. my thing is not working. Hold on. Here we it's go. It's good you... thing not recording. I know, right? It's a good thing. Okay, we should, you should be able to see my screen now. So Lori's package includes all these wonderful things. So we're going to talk about them briefly. Um, but the package is 147. There is a payment plan available. And if you are an Inner Circle member, please do take advantage of the gift code. So there's so much here. Um, Lori, I don't know what you want to talk about first. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go through it. Yeah. All right. So, so. Yeah. So, okay. There's three DNA activation calls in there, right? I do these, I typically do about three a year. The next live one coming up is 777, which I believe there might be a coupon in here for that. But these are the three most recent ones. Understand that every time we do a DNA activations webinar, we're unlocking, clearing, healing, and resolving corrupted codes. So you learn about what those are. I only mentioned a few. And then yeah. we're also awakening codes in the DNA that is dormant, right? Those potentials. These most recent, the most recent one was on the June 6th triple Stargate portal from last year, the 8-8 Lionsgate portal, and the 11-11 Master Stargate portal. You learn all about the portals, the 
the energetic portals in those calls. And you also understand how we know when those portals are. You also start learning about not only what's how to clear those corrupted DNAs, but you also learn the activations, how to activate within yourself. So you're learning to activate your own DNA while you're also getting it done for you. The stuff mm -hmm. happens together. They're both, all three of those calls are essentially, yeah, they're each about three to four hours. So the way those calls are structured is that the first hour to hour and a half is an explanation of all the codes that we'll be getting, clearing, resolving, whatever it is, and who we'll be working with. Every one of the calls, we are always, always working with various ascended masters, divine goddesses, angelics, angelic beings, star family race members, and the future star family race members, which we didn't talk as much on this call, but I get it. The community kind of knows about it, right? They're the benevolent ones. We can talk more about that if, if we're meant to, but those benevolent ones that are, in a sense, the ones who are helping humanity rather than, we call them the star families, whereas the other ones are like the negative ones, right? But so they come in, animal members of the animal kingdom, they're all channeled calls. So the first hour and a half, we're talking about what codes we're going to get so people can understand with full and complete conscious consent, understanding what the portals are and how we're working with them, understanding how to clear all the major chakra centers. Because what we do during the second half of the calls, the hour and a half part where it's the meditation, the activations, the clearings, the transmissions, channeling, you have to, you're working with it. So not only are you receiving it, participating in it, but you're learning too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hope that makes sense. Some yeah. of the channelings, not just animals. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's the um, different planetary consciousness. So anyway, I think I said enough about that. Yeah. And here's some examples of some of the activations in the, the sacred key codes and star code markings, et cetera, in, <laughs> in these webinars. Um, and then it says here also some of the the benevolent star family races, etc. So all that is there as well. Right. You can see some of these different activations, like 14th strand yeah. of DNA activation, right? Most humans, <laughs> well, I, you know, what I want to say is that your body starts, starts activating what it's ready for in divine timing. But if you get something that's pretty progressed, like a lot of these, you get an accelerated awakening as you can handle it. It's always says is what's good and right for you. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Yeah. And oh yeah, you've got, we've got it here. The ascended masters, the divine goddesses. These are ones I work with all the time. Lord Melchizedek, yeah. Lord Katumi, Sananda and the hosts, Melchizedek and the Melchizedek order, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, Lady Magdalene, welcome in, right? Because they have so much these are these divine goddesses are ascended masters in their own right, right? They goddess Lakshmi, goddess Abundantia, so many of them. Gaia Sophia Earth talks to us all the time and shares what's going on with her. So you mm -hmm. get tons of information. You learn about these benevolent star families, right? Palladians, Lemurians, Arcturians, Syrians, and many others. Um, yeah, we have beings from other time space realities, sometimes the Atlanteans, also the beings on the inner earth come in a lot. There's just so many beings, right? Angelics start knowing the difference between angels and angel gods, how to understand them, how to discern their different frequencies. Yeah, the lords of the Akashic records, the lords, different lords of the records come in, animal kingdom, all different ones, not just flamingo and wolf. We have lots of them. 
Right. And yeah, lots of different beings come in there. So universal laws, they're, they're awesome. <laughs> I love them. All right, good. So those are the different DNA ones. Then the yeah. next item. So I'm just going to, yeah, go ahead. I'm looking at the way you laid it out, which I know was what I laid out, but I, I want to go back <laughs> to the top. It was an impromptu channeling webinar. So I do channeling, which we may have today. Um, mm -hmm. Channeling is where it's just straight information, energy transmissions. It's not directly the DNA, but it's where you start knowing what's going on on earth. The channelings are always the most up-to-date consciousness about what's going on. And this is why it's so helpful to have these channelings because then when you see the drama in the outside world, you're like, oh, I kind of knew that was going to be going on and I've already been kind of prepared and I sort of know like how to navigate this. You don't get as sucked into the drama. You definitely are not as vulnerable to fear. You start living your life without fear. Both of these things, it's like the eradication of fear, right? And mm -hmm. fear includes things like worry and doubt and anxiety. And is this possible? How am I going to do it? You know, like all that stuff starts going away because you start realizing, ah, oh, I'm working with the non-physical world in a whole new way to change my reality. Like that stuff is just what's in the 3D world because people are in a fear and that's how these changes are affecting them. I can help better because I'm more aware now. I don't have to get sucked into that, right? I, yeah. There's right. some very specific ones that are also included in there. DNA codes of freedom. That's a separate activation of its own that's in there. DNA mm -hmm. codes of immunity and imperviousness. I just want to say we all have codes of immunity and imperviousness in our DNA. I wish more of humanity understood this. Really, like codes of immunity and impervious to any and all viruses of every kind, codes of immunity and imperviousness to any and all cell phone towers, codes of immunity and imperviousness to all GMOs, codes and of immunity. Now, what am I saying? Does that mean that you go and stand in front of a cell phone tower and say, I'm immune? No, it just means you live without any fear. And because you're living without fear and your whole body, your whole energy field is vibrating now to a frequency that is immune and impervious to that kind of stuff, chemtrails, codes of immunity, imperviousness to that. Yeah. You just really, it doesn't affect you in the same way. You don't have to walk around with 20 trinkets around your neck and 9 million things to keep you safe because you're so afraid you're in resistance and reaction to those things, right? It clears that energy. It clears the energy, by the way, of feeling like this is one of the most common things that people are especially empaths and sensitives, which I am one, that they walk around earth and they're like, oh, I got someone's energy that feels so bad. How do I not take on someone else's energy? That becomes a thing of the past because you start realizing your multidimensional body, your light body, your bandwidth is so pure. That stuff can't get near you. Like I have this, this student client is always talking about entities. She sees entities in this one. She's I'm like, I'd rather play in the frequency bandwidth where there are none. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> them around. My field is just, it's just, there's immunity. There's per imperviousness. There's purity here. That stuff can't get in. All right. Love it. Special masterclass. And oh, the coupon is for this DNA membership. So you save $100 off if you want the full. Oh, what is that? That's here. The one is eight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So, and then there's other bonuses in there too. This package altogether, I think we did a full summary of like the value of it. Here? Oh, that's in uh, here. I'm not sure if that's in here <laughs> anymore either. Maybe but that's the beginning. Is, wow, there <laughs> is so many extra bonuses in there. The value exceeds, you know, 90%. It's a 90% savings. Yeah, yeah. I think it was at the beginning somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, here. And then let me look at yours because I'm looking at my screen. Oh yeah, there it is. It's over mm -hmm. nine. Yeah, I mean, the retail value is over twenty six hundred for sure. Yeah. So again, there are there is a payment plan available for Lori's package, and if you are an Inner Circle member, please use your gift code as well. Right. So uh, there's so much available for you here that is going to start to change your reality for those of you who are wanting to you know, live a different type of experience. There's, uh, you know, it's it's amazing how much content, but it's not content, it's activations and clearings and downloads that are available for you. So please do check it out. And then, so now, Lori, <laughs> because um, we always, you, you always do such a wonderful uh, channeling, processing, clearing, oh my goodness, whatever it happens to be. And I know you're reading the chat right now just to see what is coming through. Right? I was so just that looking you can at include, that. So you can, you can include some of that in the process or channeling, <laughs> whatever it's going to be. Yeah, I was just looking at Destin's. I was doing really well for about two to three months ago. I'm not sure what exactly happened, but from that point till now, I do not feel like myself, my true self. I was wondering if Lori could give some insights on getting back to my true self. Well, it's kind of interesting wording there, getting back to your true self. There's maybe some kind of clearing or activation we can do on that, but you, the, the wording of getting back to your true self feels inaccurate. I mean, you're moving more into becoming more of who you are. So what I'm getting for you in this example is that something's leaving you that feels discomforting to you and you're not letting go of that. You're thinking there's some wrongness and you got to get back to where you were. But in reality, whatever it is that's leaving, see, this happens a lot. People don't necessarily, they don't feel comfortable when some part of their shadow aspect is leaving. Mm. Mm -hmm. I had a meditation in my house a couple weeks ago. I had a people over. It was like a moving in, moving out party. <laughs> and one of the women who, there were two women who kind of couldn't get comfortable. And I, I know that they were just carrying a lot of density that was coming up to be cleared, but it made them feel so uncomfortable. It was like they couldn't let go of that, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's part of the process. And that's kind of what I was getting for Destiny is that it's sometimes about letting go of what's, because at the core of your being, you know, when you start accessing the depth and the core of who you are, and when you start being able to really come into alignment with that, the density is going to leave you. And that density, you have to be able to lovingly bless and release so that you can get to and come more fully, wholly, and completely in alignment with the, the core of who you are, who you truly are. Yeah. You know, this is what's happening in the external world, you see? What we're seeing is that as the light 
grows on earth, so does the shadow because the shadow is up for clearing. This is the shadow of the collective consciousness, mass corruption, mass greed, you know, the, the depths of, of all that shadow aspects of the reality we've been living in is becoming clear in the light. So I, I hope that makes sense. Have to be comfortable enough with one's own discomfort to lovingly release it and let it go. I hope that's helpful. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to realize that a lot of times we are holding on to old patterns, old beliefs, and their time has come to be released and gone, but we're just so comfortable with it. It's what we know, right? So it's hard. So we, it's like that death of the ego or the death of who, our identity sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, just in terms of the question of health issues, Sarah brought up some recurrent, so she has some recurring health issues. So understand health issues, whenever everything is healable, there is nothing that is not healable, in my opinion. The only thing that will prevent someone from healing is if their free will consent is not agreeing, because free will consent is requiring is required for true healing, or if some part of them unconsciously is blocking it, right? And mm -hmm. that they're not getting to whatever that is, which they need the help of a facilitator who can see what that is. So for example, when I was quitting smoking, I became aware of unconscious death wish. You have to have a death wish to smoke, but no person who smokes knows that they have that. It's unconscious. You take it on, who knows, some other lifetime parallel reality. It has to be cleared and resolved so that the person can quit smoking. Now, can they overcome? Can they quit smoking without clearing that? Potentially, yes, of course. But they might take on another addiction. Health issues are always, in my opinion, stuff in the unconscious that was not resolved. The biggest problem with working on people who have health issues, physical health issues, is that they have bypassed. They have done spiritual bypassing for too many years, for too long. And so the health issues have manifested in the physical form. So in order to really truly heal those health issues, because Western doctors are, I'm not, you know, if you need a surgery, a broken leg, go that, you need the Western doctor, but they're not really healing those deep traumas that are embedded mm -hmm. in the field. So those need to be addressed. And someone who has health issues has got a longer road, in my opinion, to healing them because most times they have suppressed and or denied what was going on on the multidimensional layers. And that stuff needs to be addressed over time. And again, it's not an E and, they, and if they've been conditioned to believe in the take a pill, right, that won't, that won't work if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, it's work, right? It is, it is about doing the inner dedicate. work. You got to decide. And for someone with health issues, Sarah, thank you for bringing it up. Um, I already can see where the group healing will go to today. And now I have, a, from reading this, I understand we'll do a group healing. But mm -hmm. to understand that one of the things you can put in your, your intention is to align yourself with your most, the healthiest version of self on all levels and layers, Sarah. How do you do that? You don't have to come up with the answer. Ask 
your own higher consciousness to align you with your healthiest version, lovingly, gently, gracefully, and in the most benevolent, best way for you, for your body, for your being. Because just by choosing that with your consciousness and continually affirming it, um, you will begin to align with that and you will, you will be on the journey of that. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Rather than a struggle of why am I still healthy? Why, why, why am I struggling with this? How, how do I fix this? How do I fix that? You simply be aligning yourself. Okay. I hope that's helpful, right? Trying to fit in a lot here. Yeah. And when, and when, and this is for everybody, when Lori's talking about you choosing to align with something, it's not just a one-time thing. It is a conscious choice that you're making on a daily basis, sometimes many times a day, especially when the thoughts come up that are not, not uh, congruent with that choice, right? So when thoughts, feelings, emotions come up that are not congruent with that choice, reaffirm that choice. That all yeah. levels, layers. Yeah. Right. Yes. And then the other thing is too, is just, um, was I going with that somewhere important? I thought. Mm, whatever it was, I lost it. I don't know where I was going, but anyway, okay. So, yeah, you have to be steadfast with it, is what I'm saying. All right. Someone was asking about um, first and second dimensions. You know, science dis- defines first and second dimensions differently than I do. When I say science, uh, traditional scientific thinking um, will define it differently. The way I've been taught through my multidimensional consciousness and traditional mainstream ideology will disagree with this, but the way I see it and perceive it and understand it is that you have sound, you have light, which includes color, and then you have depth, height with depth, space. Those are your three dimensions of experience that humans are living in. Sound, color, light, and space, height, width, and depth, which could technically could include the concept of time, which is also space, but that's actually a concept and concepts exist in fourth dimensional consciousness, concepts, perspectives, ideologies. And this is all stuff that I teach in my classes, of course. You can learn about this stuff through working with me, but I, I wanted to answer that question. Um, okay. I think I might not be able to get to all the questions I was trying to get to all of them, but I realize there's probably more here. Let's do the process. Does that sound yeah. good? What yeah. time, how are we on timing? We're good. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we are good. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so <laughs> for everyone who wants to participate actively, I want you to take some long and slow, deep and relaxing breaths. As you take these long, slow, deep and relaxing breaths, connect with the breath. As you connect with the breath, you're allowing yourself to feel yourself breathing. And when you breathe, some of you are stuck in the throat center. You may need to make a sound, mute yourself, right? If you feel in any way that you want to release and or clear, that's all right, the sound. Clearing breath. Whatever it sounds like for you, clearing, relaxing, exhaling. And as you're connecting with your next breath, see, sense, feel if you can breathe even deeper, longer, slower, fuller. You're connecting with the breath so that it gets to the point where your body begins to recognize that what you're breathing is gently 
bringing you into a sense of homeostasis, right? The body's relaxing. And when you begin to recognize, that's when you're getting into kind of like an alpha brainwave state. When you get to recognize this, let your next breath be the energy, frequency, vibration that God's source creator, whatever word you choose to identify with that infinite source of infinite consciousness, knows is perfectly right for you at this time. So take the next breath and just allow God's source creator, infinite consciousness to fill you up with the breath of energy that is right and appropriate for you in this now moment, for your body and being, for your life, for your living, and fill up as much as you can with that. Long, slow, deep relaxing. Put your mind's attention below your feet, just below your feet as you're breathing, just carefully, gently, and just relax as if you're releasing that open. Put your mind's attention below your buttocks as you're breathing gently and just relax and let that open. Just release, relax, let go. Simple, right? Next long, slow, deep, relaxing breath of whatever energy is good, right, and appropriate for you at this time, according to God's source creator's consciousness for you. Breathe that in. Allow it to move through all the way from face to throat, to chest, heart area, down into the belly, into the lower Don Chen, below the belly button, reproductive center, just your unique rhythmic pace, and down to the buttocks, base of the spine. Take the next breath and breathe it into the face, light up the center of the brain, just let yourself do it your way. Long, slow, deep, light up the throat center there. Oh, wow, good movement. Let's encapsulate in divine white gold. Just allow it. This part's for me to do. You don't have to worry. Just allow, encapsulate in divine white gold. And let's bring all of the inner chakras into alignment, base to 108, all at once. Nothing for you to do, just allow right now. And ensure that all connections now are completely disconnected. And from this moment on, only cords and connections which with beings who are 100% of the light and service to the light. And let's have Source Creator God identify anything and everything that is no longer serving or supporting us, each of us as individuals, as is unique and appropriate for each of us as individuals. Lifting, removing, and dissolving that, taking it away and transmuting it into love, into light, returning it home to divine source. Let it go. Long, slow, deep, relaxing breath. Give consent with your breath. Release, transmute, replace, send to source. You don't need it anymore. Everything and anything no longer serving you, no longer supporting you, whatever it is, no need to identify Breathe down into the belly, through the core pillar, just what we just did. Relax and allow. Nice. And replace it with God's source creator's light, God's source creator's consciousness, God's source creator's truth, whatever that is for you that's for your most benevolent best as a unique individual. Zero harm. We're only working with the light here. 
and whatever is good, right, and appropriate for you, for your body, for your being, for your life, your living, just breathe, consent, and allow if you choose it. And let's just activate in more of this light, activate, energize, amplify that God source creator is replacing within you now that which it has been removed, which has been removed, that which is for your most benevolent best, for your role in God source creator's plan of light of creation, for your most benevolent best as a unique individual, you grieve, receive, consent, allow, if you choose it. Activate, energize, amplify, and anchor it in now, please. Thank you. Permeate through the entirety of this being, giving consent. Just allow as you breathe. So simple. Now, just for a moment, with your breath, feel, with your awareness, just with your eyes closed, ideally, Feel yourself breathing and allowing, just allow. Allow yourself to expand to the perimeters of your physical body and then expand out just with your breath, just allow beyond the perimeter of your physical body. You're encapsulated in divine white gold. There is no one in your field but you in your divine team, in God's source creator. And now expand out even wider beyond the field around you. Just expand all around you in every direction. You're an orb. You're in your body, expanding beyond. All around you, an orb in every direction. Expanding out now wider, behind, above, below around, ripple around you like a pond and a pebble, a pebble. Expanding your light, expanding the lightness you are. Yeah, good. Take another deep, long, slow, relaxing breath. Let's God source creator fill you up even more with the energy frequency vibration that is good, right, and appropriate for you. At this time, more light filling. Activating, energizing, amplifying, and anchoring in through the totality of your being now. For all beings giving consent. Permeating through. And once again, encapsulating. Ensuring that all beings here now will be holy and completely contained in their own perfect and pure divine white gold. And that from this moment on, only that which is of the light and in service to the light may prevail in, through, and around each being given consent. If you so choose, breathe, consent, and allow. Aligning all beings here, giving consent now with their most benevolent best each individual giving consent, ensuring this is so now. If they so choose it, that it is done.
Nice. Let this be done now. Greetings, blessings, beloveds. We are here now gathered with you in this moment as the Oversoul Collective of all beings contributing, all beings participating. Among you, we are all one with you. And in the space of oneness, we identify as one collective, a collective of conscious beings here gathered in this now moment. Conscious beings choosing to awaken. Conscious beings choosing to participate in their own awakening journey. Conscious beings unified as one collective. We are with you. We are of you. We are at one with you. And we are here gathered as a collective consciousness. Please know this now. The truth is that you are all collective beings. You are all individuated beings, part of one collective. And part of many collectives, in fact, for all collectives, are ultimately collectives of collectives. You see, you are not simply one individuated being. You are part of a whole, which is part of many wholes which is one whole of one being, many wholes of many groups of many beings coming together ultimately as one. So while you are one individuated being, you are also a collective of many beings and the collective of many beings that you are unites with other collectives, which are ultimately part of one original source. And you are part of that. So while you will continue to maintain your individuated self as an individuated being, know that as you expand into the multidimensional nature of yourself, you are also becoming more at one with collectives, the collective that you are, and other collectives where you will participate with other groups, other groups of individuated beings who are coming to know themselves as collectives. Know yourself as this, for you are a multidimensional being awakening to the multidimensional aspects of your own self. Know that this is infinitely available to you as you begin to choose it more and more. And as you do, you will find more and more solutions for yourself, for your own life's journey, for the journey you are living in this physical world for the journey you are experiencing in your physical body. The solutions are within you and they are available to you both from within your individuated self, which has been stated earlier today through the one who speaks now, speaking on behalf of the collective here. It is within you in your DNA and it is also available to you as you unify with more and more beings in the multidimensional state of consciousness as the collective that you are able to access and unify with. Know that this is available to you and it will become infinitely more available to you as you bring yourself into harmony with other like beings who are also striving and working toward unifying with their own true divine path. We hope this has, bring you, has brought you some greater awareness 
of the higher truth of who you are. From our vantage point, all is well, and all will continue to be well, as you choose the path you have chosen on this day. We bring you great recognition and acknowledgement on your journey. There's a brief transmission here to support all beings and then a completion. For just a few moments now, allow yourself to receive what is available to you. As you're ready, take a long, slow, deep, relaxing breath. Reconnect with your physical heart center, just feeling it with your mind's awareness, knowing that you did not leave your body. You simply expanded to become greater than limitations of a physical body. Breathe your next breath straight through your heart center as if your heart is the one breathing. And begin to feel and reconnect with the physical form that you have been part of and within all along. Naturally and comfortably stretching or moving the physical form as feels good to you. And whenever you are ready, come fully, wholly, and completely present with eyes open. Wow. <laughs> Can't talk. Wow, that was amazing. Um, I'm still not quite here, but that was powerful. Thank you. I can't quite see very well yet, but oh my goodness, that was different, Lori. That's not what you've done in the past. That was definitely different. So thank you. Yeah, it is what I've done in the past. Isn't that amazing? You want to know <laughs> it is a true text of someone who continues on their journey. Yeah. Like yeah. This long time. I'm growing. I've been growing at such exponential rates over the last couple of years astounding even to me yeah exactly it's like i can just feel the depth of this this whole the process the transmission the the channeling was so powerful as well the energy of it all was amazing um manisha says thank you thank you amazing call destiny says you you i can't even say that thank you laurie thank you collective much appreciation and love grace says that was wonderful thank you there's so much wisdom, right? So much wisdom. We forget who we are. We think we are just this body with just these thoughts and these emotions and these stories. We're much, much more than that. Right? Jane says, beautiful. Much, much. So much. That makes me really happy. I'm, I'm so grateful. I want to say this work for me, it's, it's like organic. It's what I do all the time. It's how I help people. You yeah. know, the DNA is is like one of my, the ways that I got to this. I've always been, I've been working with the DNA for over 20 years now. Yeah. And so you I, can, I mean, like, like you said, this, no. this, you know, you, your healing, your practice, your work has evolved over the past 20 years. I mean, I've known you for 10 and I can tell you that definitely 
you know, evolved is so powerful, so beautiful, so needed. So thank you. Jane says a beautiful engagement. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> right. That every, all of it. I mean, I know there are some pieces we didn't touch on. We didn't have time, but there was like everything that we did touch on today, Lori, was absolutely so relevant, so needed, so important. So, um, yeah, I'm just like in awe. Thank you for having me. Uh, this was, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, normally I say any last words of wisdom, but you gave us so much wisdom, right? I just, I just will say it's easier than ever before now with these energies because I worked so hard for so many years at clearing so much stuff and it is, it's now getting easier and easier than ever before. So while nothing is a pill, stay with it. It gets, it does get easier. Yeah. And, and exactly stay with it. Keep working, keep doing your inner work, keep doing your service work, keep engaging with the light, with divine, with your guides, etc. Keep engaging. Um, Nancy says amazing. So and so insightful. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Susan, thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here, everyone, and for all of your comments and feedback and questions as well, because that's that helped to create the, I don't say process, but the channeling and everything that came through. So thank you. Yeah. So again, of course, if you'd like to work with Lori more, <laughs> please do check out the package. There's so much in there, all the wonderful DNA activations, the special channeling, the extra webinars, the, you know, like the coupon for the membership, which, you know, she didn't even really talk about the membership too much, but there's so much in there as well. So please do take advantage of that. Use your gift code because I know many of you are Inner Circle members. Please use your gift code and there's a payment plan available as well. Um, Jane's excellent meeting, very intimately connected. Yes. Don says appreciation. Yes. Thank you. Appreciation for sure. This was brilliant. I loved it, Lori. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. And thanks to everyone who participated And please. Yeah. Stay in touch. I love hearing from people. So I always love feedback. One of my favorite things about you, Shafali, is just that we've been able to stay in touch. I love that you started our call today by saying we've known each other for 10 years and <laughs> it's great. You can really see. You're like a great witness, you know, that yes. you could see that progress. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's just, and that's the thing. Like we've known each other for so long. We've all, we've, you know, grown on this journey together and, you know, you've seen all the ups and downs in my life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a miracle. For sure. <laughs> all right. Beautiful. I'm going to get back to the packing. Yes, in my house. Exactly. And I thank you so much, everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still like feeling I'm still feeling all the energy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings. Lori, let me know where you're off to next. OK. All right. We'll be in touch offline. Lots of love. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Much love and blessing. Thank you so much.